Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. Pirates hosting the Reds Monday night in Pittsburgh. Beautiful night for baseball. If you're a Reds fan, already 3-0 Cincinnati in the top of the second. Two on, two out for Adam Duvall facing Tyler Glasnow. The base hit by Duvall. This will play two more. And the beat goes on for Adam Duvall. What a start for his season. And on he comes to the plate. Swung on. High drive. Hit back into deep left field. This ballpark will not hold it. Home run by Suarez, number two of the year. And the Reds again lead by five at six to one. Here's a 3-1, and that's hammered back into right center field. Hit well, and that ball is gone. And the Reds now have a seven-to-one lead, and Scooter has his second home run. The Reds' bullpen has not allowed a single base runner in the game tonight, and we're starting the eighth inning. And that's eight in a row retired by Cody Reed. That was gas there, and he strikes out the side. And they finish him off 21 in a row. Wow. 21 in a row. What an unbelievable performance. Well, the Reds punished the Pirates 7-1 in the series opener Monday night, and the Reds' bullpen was the story in this one. They did not allow a hit in seven innings of work. That's the first time in the modern era since 1900 that a bullpen has pitched seven or more hitless innings. It was a historic night for the Reds' bullpen. Here's the skipper, Brian Price. You know, can't expect to have eight guys in the bullpen all ready to pitch in the third inning of a game. That's unrealistic simply simply because you can't have those guys moving around and stretching and running and throwing, you know, from the first inning of the game through the ninth. So uh, what we were able to do was call down and give Michael uh, Lorenzen a heads up the inning before because it just looked like Finney was struggling. And if Lorenzo was going to come in, it was probably going to be with in that type of a situation. You need someone that was going to come in and throw strikes. You get lefties and righties out, and he fit the bill. And he gave us three beautiful innings, three perfect innings, and uh, that set the tone for that for our ability to win that game. Yeah, I think there's certainly circumstances where that's the best thing to do. And the thing that you have to do, and I think what our guys have bought into, is the selflessness, that, that the, the selfless aspect of – a bullpen, and that is I'm not going to try to put anybody in a situation where they're not going to succeed. I'm going to try to make sure everybody has a, a general idea of when they're going to be used. But sometimes you just have to be ready to pitch when it's your time to pitch and, and, and do something that's somewhat unpredictable. Um, 
but the guys are buying in. You know, it's a selfless, a selfless group. In order for this to work, they all have to be ready to do something similar to what Lorenzen did today. It, that, that's not going to be the norm. I don't want to say that's the norm, but in that situation, five to one, bases loaded, pitcher struggling to throw the ball over the plate. Uh, we needed somebody that gave us a dynamic opportunity to escape that inning without a lot more damage, and, and Michael was that guy tonight. Yeah, they were just good. You know, Tucker was putting down good fingers and they were executing the plan. I think it started with Lorenzen. I mean, it was, he just he just started hitting spots. You know, that full mix of pitches, you know, fastball, cutter, slider. I mean, everything was in play. And then I think the great thing was that Cody was able to come in in that ball game and, and set his own tempo and pound the strike zone was something that he struggled to do in his first outing. He came back and he re, he really responded well to to uh, getting his first win against Philadelphia at home. But he didn't really pitch that well. He didn't throw enough strikes. And this this game he came in pounding strikes, allowed his defense to work, and was electric. And then Wandy followed suit. Well, I think it's you have to have the right personnel. I think what's hard is you know, a lot of these teams, you know, you're asking going out there and spending $8 million for a relief pitcher, 15 for a closer, and then trying to remodel the way you're going to use them. You know, you, you, you're really working around a lot of different temperaments and personalities. And so unless you set that tone and say, this is what we're asking you to do, this is what we believe in, and give them that and let them know and say this is what we're doing you have to have guys that buy in in our situation we don't have a lot of established guys you know we have we have drew storen who pitched for a playoff team in washington as a closer and beyond that we don't have a lot of accomplished bullpen pieces so it's like hey just pitch and help us win a game when the game's over let's just come in and shake hands and celebrate a victory and not worry about who got a hold or the save or who came in the fifth inning or who came in the ninth let's just shake hands at the end of the day with a win celebrate it collectively and be able to just embrace being a part of a winning team which is really refreshing uh, if, if you've been in cincinnati the last three years you know we want a winning team here and in order to do that we've got to be able to get the most out of our players regardless of role Michael Lorenzen was one of three Reds relievers who combined to retire the final 21 batters of the game. Here's Lorenzen talking to reporters after the win. Yeah, I mean, you always got to be ready coming out of the bullpen. And for me, you know, I'm always ready for situations like that. I look at those as more so of opportunities of showing what I can do and what I have to offer. Um, so I thought that was fun. I had a blast out there. And yeah, I would love to throw in more situations like that. Like I said, I embrace stuff like that, and, and you know, I don't, I don't look at that as like a pressure situation, but a situation where I can, I can kind of do what I know I can do. Yeah, I mean, what I've consciously been working on is, you know, my approach on every single pitch that I throw and, and the, the mindset that goes behind every pitch and letting everything else take care of itself. And, you know, that's the one thing that I've, that I've realized is I've always worked hard. I've always had the talent, obviously, to be here, but it was the mental side of it that I didn't really, you know, understand. And now that, you know, every single pitch that I throw is with complete conviction and, and just also knowing that I'm here, you know, on the Cincinnati Reds in, in the major leagues for a reason and there's a purpose behind it. It gives me that motivation to come out here and, you know, show that this gift wasn't given to me. It was given to me for a reason and that's, you know, to to go out and, and perform as well as I did and go out and say, you know, hopefully bring hope to people that God has given me. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just super pumped right now that we, that we pulled that win off. Our bullpen was fantastic. Billy made an unbelievable play in center field. Cody Reed was unbelievable. He came out and looked like a bulldog. And then we have Juani Peralta who comes out and, and just looks like he's been in the big leagues for, 
for five, six years. And so I think that's the difference is our young guys are starting to believe that we belong. And, and you know, we're, we're a dangerous team. I've said it since the beginning of spring training. We're a dangerous team and, and we're not here to mess around. I did. I did notice that. And if you watch, if you just if you just watch, you know, the way we go about our business, it's with it's with, you know, a belief in, in what we're doing. You know, we that's just the difference, man. You have Cody Reed throwing 97 from the left side. And once he starts challenging himself out there on that mound, that's what you're going to get out of him every time. And that's the same thing that I went through. I, I started to challenge myself out there and not caring who I was facing, but just believing in, in what I was doing and believing in the process and the results will take care of itself. And you know, Wani Peralta was just absolutely filthy as well. So, um, you know, the bullpen, that's what we're there for. And, and, and that's going to be the foundation of our team this year to keep us, you know, to shorten up games when we have the lead and, and to extend games when we're behind. Coney Reed, another piece of that bullpen puzzle for Cincinnati. Here are Reed's post-game thoughts. Uh, thought I had a chance to get in there, sneak a couple innings in there when uh, Finnegan, his pitch count got up a little bit. You know, he got out of all those jams, but uh, when his pitch count got up, I kind of started walking around the bullpen, kind of figured, and then uh, Lorenzen uh, got the call to where if he got in that situation with the bases loaded, no outs, he was getting in. And I knew he wasn't going to go. Lorenzen wasn't going more than three, so I kind of kept, uh, kept staying loose, and then I think I felt better in the pin than I did actually in the game, but uh, I uh, I felt good, you know. Uh, didn't pitch out of the stretch, so that's pretty good. And uh, just uh, you know, getting facing three guys every inning is kind of ideal for me. Uh, I got behind an account and I threw a flip to change up it there, and then uh, got right back in it. And then after that, when the count's two one, I can throw anything off of that. And and my threw, I was throwing my slider for strikes. My fastball was good, so uh, I could throw anything at that point. And uh, really, uh, they were pretty aggressive, you know. I, I mean, I got. They were swinging at stuff, you know, out of the zone, and uh, my fastball was kind of elevating a little bit, and they were swinging at that. So uh, I felt good. I mean, everything was working. My slider good. I mean, I threw a slider, a 3-2 slider, which, to I me, mean, I've, I've done that before, but with a guy like Polanco up there, it was kind of like, all right, let's just try to get a fastball. We are up a couple runs, but, you know, I, I felt confident and threw it. I was watching Michael from the, you know, the bullpen and watching him, you know, do his thing and try to go back and see what Teddy sees and go back and forth and watch what all his little sky reports that he has. But uh, yeah, I'm just trying to go out there and get guys out and try to be on the mound for as quick as possible just so I can get back in. The series resumes Tuesday in the Steel City. It's a battle of varieties on the hill. Rookie Davis goes for the Reds and Jameis Italian for the Pirates, both making their second starts of the season. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.